everybody. Welcome back to episode 31 of A Couple of Creeps Podcast. I am your hostess with the mostest, Morgan, and I am once again joined with my co-host, Favorite. Colin. Say hi, Colin. Howdy. <laughs> How you doing over there, bud? I'm all right, man. You all right? I just recorded Simply Whelmed, which yeah. is about 90 minute hour or 90 minute to two hour recording just depending on how much we fuck off yeah yeah obviously for my listeners out there this week's episode is coming out a little late life got in the way before i knew it it was sunday night and i'm like uh, we, don't have time oh, to record, yeah. we didn't record anything this weekend yep. so i have a little bit of a longer one i hope you guys enjoy it she's been all over the news recently her name is gypsy rose blanchard i'm sure you've heard of heard of her yeah have you heard of her Colin? i have i was the one that brought her up that's besides the point. On our true crime show, I went, maybe we should talk about the <laughs> true crime that's really you famous right now. Oh, dude. <laughs> I'll fucking walk off. I'll let you do this alone. We just hear your headphones hit the f- table. So are you ready to... Talk about old Gypsy Rose? Yep. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do this. So Gypsy Rose Blanchard's mother, Dee Dee, falsely claimed her daughter was suffering from different illnesses until Gypsy arranged for her boyfriend to kill her mother in 2015. Naturally. Naturally, as one does. I love the fact that her mom's name is Dee Dee. I do, too. Get Dee Dee Blanchard. Yeah. yeah. And the whole time I was reading and writing this, I had to stop myself from giggling. Dee Dee! <laughs> get out of my laboratory! Dee Dee, get out of my laboratory! That's all I could... That's all I could hear. <laughs> Dee Dee! Dee Dee! So, back on track. Anyways. Anyways. Anywho. Gypsy Rose, who was born in 1991, was a baby when Dee Dee claimed her daughter had sleep apnea. When Gypsy was eight years old, Dee Dee described her as suffering from leukemia and muscular dystrophy and said she required a wheelchair and feeding tube. The list of medical problems that Dee Dee related about her daughter would go on to include seizures, asthma, and hearing and visual impairments. Due to Dee Dee's actions, Gypsy was prescribed a litany of medications and had to sleep using a breathing machine. She also went through multiple surgeries, including procedures on her eyes and removal of her salivary glands. Jesus. When Gypsy's teeth rotted, perhaps due to her medications, missing Lack saliva, saliva glands, yeah. or neglect, they were pulled out. That's part of why um, you see meth mouth. Yeah. Meth rots out and dries out your salivary glands. Yeah. <clears throat> when I read that, I was like, oh, no. Yeah. Yet the truth was that Gypsy could walk, didn't need a feeding tube, and didn't have cancer. Right. Her head, or muscular dystrophy. Or muscular dystrophy. Her head was bald only because her mother shaved off her hair. Mm-hmm. Experts believe Dee Dee had a mental illness known as Munchausen syndrome by proxy, yep. which made her fabricate her daughter's ill health in order to receive attention and sympathy for taking care of a sick child. Yeah, because Munchausen's is when you're doing it to yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm going to be sick for the sympathy. Yeah. So then Munchausen by proxy is when you do it to somebody else. I'm going to make them sick so that we get sympathy. The first time I ever saw, like, Munchausen by proxy was in Six Sense. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. the I mean, that's... the little girl was killed was killed, was by, killed her by, mom, by her mom because her, her mom pu- kept putting pledge. It was her mom kept putting pledge in, in her the soup. in the soup and then giving it to her. Yeah, 
And then at the funeral, mom's got on that bright red dress. Mm-hmm. And they're like, the little sister's sick now, too. Yeah. You know, it's a shame. Yeah, right. Medical tests often showed inclusive and contradictory results regarding Gypsy's diagnosis, but Dee Dee would stop seeing any doctors who questioned her daughter's ailments. And many caregivers went along with what Dee Dee wanted. She'd had some nurses training so she could actually describe symptoms, and she sometimes gave Gypsy medication to mimic certain conditions. Dee Dee was also charming and seemed devoted to her daughter, when Gypsy was old enough to talk, Dee Dee instructed her to not volunteer information during their appointments. She was always the one relating Gypsy's fake medical history. Yep. Dee Dee told Gypsy's father, Rod Blanchard, that their daughter had a chromosomal, chromosomal, chromosomal? chromosomal disorder that had led to her many health issues. He complimented Dee Dee for her devoted care when some of Dee Dee's family noticed that Gypsy didn't seem to need a wheelchair and asked questions, Dee Dee and Gypsy moved away. Yeah. Dee Dee claimed to be a victim of Hurricane Katrina, so she and Gypsy received assistance to relocate from Louisiana to Missouri in 2005. There, Dee Dee continued to bring Gypsy to doctor's appointments. Hurricane Katrina also provided an excuse for missing medical files. Yep. In 2008, Gypsy and Dee Dee moved into a new house in Springfield, Missouri, built by Habitat for for Humanity. Mm-hmm. It was painted pink and had a wheelchair ramp. Gypsy and Dee Dee also received benefits that included charity-sponsored visits to concerts and Disney World. All along, Dee Dee continued to bask in the attention she received for being a devoted caretaker. Yeah. When Gypsy was 14, she saw a neurologist in Missouri who came to believe she was a victim of Munchausen syndrome by proxy. However, this doctor had never reported her case to authorities. In later interviews, he stated his belief that there wasn't enough evidence to act. In 2009, an anonymous report was made to authorities stating that Dee Dee's accounts for Gypsy's ailments had no medical basis. This result- That psychologist could have saved both Dee Dee and Gypsy. Yeah. Because that was when she was 14. Yeah. You know, she's in her 30s. She's my age. You know, she's 32 or 33 now. Yeah. She's just a little bit older than I am. So imagine the life she could have led if that psychologist, that neurologist would have just said. But I think. Because the thing is, is if you even put that seed of doubt into another person's mind, like he could have went to the direct, the medical director at that hospital that he saw or his supervisor and said, I see this patient. This is what's going on. This is the mom. It doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel right. I'm not seeing anything the mom is telling me about. I think this is what's happening. Yeah. And then, you know, chances are potentially, potentially that doctor would have stepped in or done a home visit, you know, caught in or, or he didn't have enough to stick and DD flees again. Yeah. You know? But yeah, just just imagine yeah. if that. I'm sure that neurologist now is like, uh, yeah. If I would have just said something, Dee Dee would be alive and in jail where she belongs, and Gypsy wouldn't have been in jail. Yeah, and wouldn't be a accessory to murder. Yeah. In 2000, in 2009, an anonymous report was made to authorities stating that Dee Dee's accounts for Gypsy's ailments had no medical basis. This resulted in two caseworkers visiting their home, but Dee Dee convinced them that there was nothing wrong. As Gypsy grew older, Dee Dee began to lie about her age, yep. going so far as to alter the dates on Gypsy's birth certificate to make her daughter seem younger. Yeah. But Gypsy was still become harder. Was Gypsy was still becoming harder for Dee Dee to con? Dee Dee to control. 
That was tough for me Just to like say. Just like your tongue, I suppose. Oh. <laughs> My tongue was not wanting to work with that sentence. Yeah. In 2011, Gypsy tried to get away from her mother by running away with a man she'd met at a science fiction conviction. Science convention. fiction convention. Good gracious. Oh. <laughs> but Dee Dee soon tracked them down via mutual friends. She convinced the man that Gypsy was a minor, though she was actually 19 at the time. Yeah. According to Gypsy, Dee Dee smashed her computer and physically restrained her to her bed after they returned home. Gypsy has also stated her mother would sometimes hit her and deny her food. Gypsy eventually managed to get back online. She joined a Christian dating site where she met Nicholas Gojon. I'm, I'm sure Could I be. butchered his last name. She told him the truth about her mother's actions and ended up asking him to kill Dee Dee so they could be together. In June 2015, he came to her house and stabbed Dee Dee while Gypsy waited, ears covered in the bathroom. Yeah. Gypsy and Nicholas returned to his home in Wisconsin, where they were found by police. Gypsy had twice posted the Facebook account she shared with her mother, once writing, that bitch is dead. She later explained she made the post because she wanted her mother's body to be discovered. Right. <clears throat> After Dee Dee's murder, many people who had known Gypsy wondered why she had gone so far as to kill her. Since she could walk, she simply could have exposed Dee Dee's lie by standing up in public. Right. Yet Gypsy had been conditioned to think no one would believe her. She explained, I couldn't just jump out of the wheelchair because I was afraid and I didn't know what my mother would do. I didn't have anyone to trust. Yeah. The fact was that Gypsy had spent her entire life being controlled and monitored by her mother. She wasn't allowed to go to school. Although Gypsy was of normal intelligence, Dee Dee told everyone her daughter had a mental age of seven. Yeah. When they were out in public, Dee Dee constantly held Gypsy's hand, squeezing it when she wanted her daughter to be quiet. Dr. Mark Feldman, an expert in Munchausen syndrome by proxy, said of Gypsy's life and actions, the control was total in the same sense that the control of a kidnapped victim, victim sometimes is total. Yeah. Her daughter was, in essence, a hostage, and I think we can understand the crime that occurred subsequently in terms of a hostage trying to gain escape. Yeah, exactly. As Gypsy's medical records documented the abuse she had been subjected to, her lawyer was able to arrange a plea deal for the charges she faced in Dee Dee's death. In 2016, Gypsy pled guilty to second-degree murder. She was sentenced to 10 years in prison and served 85% of her sentence before being released December 28, 2023. Nicholas was found guilty of first-degree murder in 2018 and was sentenced to life, life in, prison. in prison. Yeah. Gypsy has stated it was only after Dee Dee's death that she realized the extent of her mother's deception. While Gypsy had known she could walk and eat regular food, she had believed she had leukemia. Yeah. Today, Gypsy is healthy. She's also she also said she enjoyed more freedom in prison than in the life she shared with Dee Dee. Yeah, how fucked up is that? Like, <laughs> prison didn't feel that bad. Yeah. You know, she. It was. Uh, she thrived. Yeah. However, when asked by Dr. Phil in an interview if she was glad her mother was dead, she stated, I'm glad I'm out of that situation, but I'm not happy she's dead. Right. That is the story of Gypsy Rose Blanchard. Now, I don't have all the details off top, but like I know that her boyfriend that killed, was, killed her mom, I believe, had like prior... Yeah, he was... Like sexual assault things on his file, and he like wanted gypsy to have sex in the room that mom was dead Yeah. after he killed mom and she's yeah. like no you fucking freak yeah and you know good for her i mean yeah she because also let's put it this way Th i mean think of the net you're casting when you're on christian mingle and go will you kill my mom for me and the guy goes bet 
bet I got your back. That's an unstable man. Yeah. I mean, um, right off the bat. Yeah. yeah no problem. Yeah. I'll take care of it. And also, I mean, it is a really weird thing of like, there's a level of manipulation there on mm-hmm. her part, you know, manipulating him into doing it. Yeah. That's a little eerily like her mother's manipulation. Yeah. You know, where it's like, oh, she learned how to manipulate somebody. Yeah. You she know? lived with it her entire life. Yeah. And it is that weird thing where like, she's not innocent. No. You know, she no. did. Because, of course, you know, it's that thing of with a third person perspective and hindsight, you'd know she had other options. Yeah. You know, but like that doctor was saying, she's she didn't have options as far as she could see. Yeah. Um, being stuck there. She was a victim and just figured yeah. this was the easiest way out. Which, I mean, you know, she pled guilty. Yeah, I did. I, 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 yeah, I, I, I did I this. killed her by, by, well, I killed her by proxy, you know. Yeah. It was my idea, and I instructed him to do it, and, she, and he did. And, you know, I give it to the legal system. They, they could have put her in prison for life. They could have done. I don't know if they could have with the second degree. Um, I mean, I'm sure they could t- squeeze it in a way that they, they could. could have done a lot more than 10 years and then letting her out after eight. Yeah. Because let's be honest. We all get it. Mm-hmm. We all understand. Yeah. You, you know, it might not be something I would do, but I've never been in that situation. Right. I can't say what I would do in that. Yeah, she was confined we understand. from birth. Yeah. From the day she was born until her mother died, she, she has, was a prisoner yeah. in her own home being forced to lie. And her reality was. And her reality, yeah. You know, her reality wasn't real. I didn't have it in there, but one of the <clears throat> comments I saw was um, one of the doctor's office they were going to, whatever state they lived in, had you know Medicaid, Yeah. which, which in case you don't know is a state-sponsored insurance for people who, who live below the poverty line right. or close to it. And Gypsy's Medicaid record had a different birth date than what her mom put down. Yeah. And when the, you know, the secretary in that office called to verify the information, Didi was like, no, this, this is actually her birthday. I've called them multiple times about it, but it's not doing anything. And I'm fairly certain mom canceled that appointment and went somewhere else. Yeah. Disappeared. Yeah. Cause she's like, oh no, people are starting to. Yeah. The lies starting to fall apart. Yeah, they've made a couple movies, but none of them have really um, yeah been very good. Um, but it is an interesting story. Um, I think was Robin Wright Dee Dee in one of them. I think so. And then Joey King yeah was played Gypsy Rose. Gypsy Rose. I thought you just turned that off. I was like, why would you do that? <laughs> no, I, my elbow was getting ready to hit it. Did you see on TikTok everybody saying that Gypsy's husband looks just like her mom? Yeah, so that's not a cool thing to say I'm to like, somebody. Don't, don't do that because if you're not on TikTok, Gypsy Rose is into it. Yeah. She loves it. Yeah, honestly, it's impressive how quickly she's seems to have picked up um, modern life. Yeah. Considering she didn't really have much of a connection to the real world yeah. until mom's gone. Yeah. And then she went to jail. For yeah. eight years. I had to laugh because she made a post because I, I do follow her on TikTok. She made a post talking about what she did on her first out of prison. She's like, I went and got my hair did, my nails done, and I went shopping. I picked up some Dr. Pepper. Picked up some Dr. Pepper and just enjoyed my life. <laughs> just sit at home, eat some bread, and get all fat, <laughs> fat and, and sassy. sassy. <laughs> but we're like, you know what? Yeah, do you. Do you. Go off, queen. You deserve it. <laughs> So uh, that that's what I got for Gypsy. Do you have anything else you want to add? I'm sure I'll forget or I'll I'll remember, but I don't have anything. Yeah. More that I can think of that I wanted to throw in there. Just that it is a really 
it's an interesting one because it's uh, there's so many angles to it of like, you know, mom was obviously sick. Yeah. And in a perfect world, she would have gotten help. She wouldn't have died. Gypsy could have gotten proper therapy I definitely rather think than prison. Society and the medical field in general failed, failed both of them. Failed both of them. Yeah, because mom was also sick. Yeah. You know, she was very obviously mentally ill. And you have to wonder how many doctors that they went to that one of the doctors or the nurses who were encountering thought, them thought maybe something seems off, but maybe it's just me. But it's a hard thing too because of like that burden of proof. Yeah, you, know? you can't you can't arrest someone and take their kids on a I I don't feel right about it. Yeah, you know you what can't I mean. Call in um, like CPS. Yeah, child protective a, services on a hunch. On a it just doesn't feel right, you know. And so it's that weird, horrible spot for them to be in of once that all comes out and you go, oh, my God, I was right. I saw her like 10 years ago in an yeah. appointment and I thought something was wrong. And I knew wrong. something wasn't right, but I couldn't do anything about I it. I couldn't do anything about it. Yeah. And then they rack their brains for the rest of their life going, could I have done something about yeah. it? Yeah. The one who should rack their brain for the rest of their life is that neurologist who actually. Who, who said Munchausen's. Yeah. Yeah. I think that I think mom's got this and that's that's it. That was all. That was all he did. It's like, why would you bring it up? Yeah. But then not do anything about it. Yeah. Because you, you know, I'm sure you could have made up some form of, hey, I need you to bring her back in. I just want to. <laughs> We've all watched Chicago Med. We've all watched Chicago Med. <laughs> Grey's Anatomy. Uh, get Dr. Uh, oh, God, I completely lost his name, but he's. Um, the psychologist that yeah. works with the ER. Yeah, and he's from, um, I know him currently from The Bear, but he's been in a million other things. Yeah. Um, oh, my God. He's the on-call psychologist for the ER. Yeah, what the fuck is that actor's name? I love him. Oliver Platt. Yeah, just just call in. Yeah, get Oliver Platt in just here. Just get Oliver Platt in here. Put him put in him a, in a lab, lab coat. coat and say, this is Dr. I can't even remember his name, but I get, I've never watched Chicago Med on television, but I, I, I just get so many. I'm the same My way. My TikTok is mostly medical clips and memes, like medical <laughs> drama clips and memes. But my TikTok is a mixture of memes medical dramas every now and then and, and mostly k-pop and mostly k-pop yeah. and i will be sitting on the couch and i'll hide my <laughs> phone like yeah. i'm watching something i shouldn't yeah. and <laughs> like what you watch and yeah. i'm like nothing, nothing god fuck nothing go go do something <laughs> fuck you go somewhere my tiktok thinks i'm weird lesbian your tiktok thinks you're korean <laughs> yes or or, or an orthodox, orthodox Jew. Jew i get but you th it thinks that you're somebody who got out of the orthodoxy yeah. doesn't it yeah it obviously thinks I was part of the Orthodox Jew religion. Orthodox Judaism. Orthodox, Orthodox Jew religion. Orthodox Judaism. Yeah. But got out of it because it's like, this is what my life was like as an Orthodox Jew. Yeah, right. Or, you know, this is a day in the life of an Orthodox Jew. And I'm like, a couple things about me. I know nothing about being an Orthodox Jew. And I'm not Jewish. My TikTok algorithm goes as far as to say, like, if you're getting this video with no tags, it's because you're a blue-haired lesbian. And I'm like, what the fuck? I know, Colin, I'll be laying in bed, and I'm like, and look, it, it thinks I'm an Orthodox Jew. And I'm like, well, I'm a lesbian, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so our TikTok algorithms are, are a little messed up sometimes. But then also my Spotify wrapped is like, here's Sabrina Carpenter and Phoebe Bridgers, and I'm like. <laughs> Bo Burnham. Bo Burnham, Noah Khan, and <laughs> fucking. Phoebe Bridges, and I'm like, maybe I am a blue-haired lesbian. <laughs> you know what? They're on to something. They're on to something. Yeah. But, uh, so that's this week. Yep. Next week, next week, I'm excited. Hold on to your asses, people. I was going to talk about the, um, oh, fuck, I forgot his name. 
the Green River Killer. All right. But, but I decided to make a U-turn and whip it around. I want to talk about some weird Appalachian shit. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like disappearances or unsolved murders. We could talk about the cave systems in the United States and the correspondence between that and, or the correlation between that and disappearances. Yeah. If you look honestly, at a map of disappearances and a map sure of caves. If you were leading to that or just like the cave Jackie system. Jackie Kennedy. The J. <laughs> oh, Jackie Onassis with her fucking buzzsaw teeth. The TikToks of. <laughs> Jackie you know, with her buck teeth. Shit, Everybody's like, saying that she just crawled out of the Appalachians. <laughs> or the one where it says. Secret Service with a can of nuts and bolts shaking yeah. it, trying to get Jackie O back in the office. Yeah, someone left the door open. <laughs> I'm like, I don't oh, know damn. how this started. People talking about her snacking on sheet metal. <laughs> yeah, we can talk about the mountain that JFK found her on and yeah. pulled her off of. But yeah, when you were talking about the cave system, I was like, Sure, we can talk about caves, but then you're like, and the disappearances. I'm like, yes. Yes, yes. bingo. Now you bingo. got Bingo. Same brain cell right there. But just, uh, there's some weird things that happen in the Appalachian area. Mostly inbreeding. Yeah, <laughs> that too. Got them hill folk. <laughs> Hollers and heels, you know what I'm saying? I know a person that we call Nine Toes, and every time I encounter her, <laughs> someone makes sure they tell me. Who's we? Other people outside of my life besides you. Okay. Because I was like, I do not know someone named Nine Toes. She's like, we know someone named Nine Toes. I'm like, ah. The story between her, Nine Toes, is apparently she's riding a bicycle, got her big toe stuck in the spoke, and it almost ripped it off. And when she got off her bike, a dog ran by and pulled it off and ran off with it. I don't believe that. (laughs) I don't don't think that's the truth. It is. That feels like the kind of story someone makes up to tell you. (laughs) No. I, it's the truth. Did this come from an older man that I know that you spend a lot of time with? Yes, and the older woman that I also spend a they lot of time with. They're making it up. They're not. They are lying to you. They're not. Or that's the, like the folk tale. No. Of the, you know, she probably had fucking diabetes and lost the toe. No, they knew her growing up. The older gentleman that I know mm-hmm. knew her and her sister. And everybody around this area in that time knew what happened to her big toe. Right on. Anyway, we're talking about the Appalachian weird shit next week. How's that sound? I'm pumped. Pump it up. I'm here to pump you up. I was elected to lead, not, not to, to read. read. Anyway, if you enjoyed this week's episode, you can always find me on Facebook. I almost said, well, Spotify. Yes, Facebook, Spotify, <laughs> Instagram. Facebook, you can find me on uh, MySpace, maybe. <laughs> One of your eyes starts wandering. <laughs> what was the MySpace thing? Poke. No, that was Facebook. That was Facebook. What's MySpace? Was it a wave? Beats the fuck out of me. I don't remember. I just remember having a fucking playlist that started when you came to my page. Yeah. Mine was Linkin Park and I had a dancing duck. Mine, <laughs> mine was a lot of like. <laughs> it was Crazy Train for a while. And then yeah. I changed it to Linkin Park. Mine was like Simple Plan, Linkin Park. Mm-hmm. And I was always so excited growing up. Black eyed bees. Growing up, my mom's office was across the hall from my room. So I'd run over with my laptop and be like, look at my page. Look at my page. And she'd be like, that's nice, honey. Sick. Get out of here, loser. Go away. I'm having to earn money so you can have said laptop. I guess.
Yes. Work, you gremlin. Yes. Anyways. Anyways, send me an email at a couple of creeps at gmail.com. That's the letter A, couple O creeps at gmail.com. And as always, I hope you have the best week ever. I'll see you next week and stay creepy, my friends. <laughs>